0: Okay, guys. Let's uh, let's get in. Let's get into it. Yeah. Um, so, the sin of adultery. I'm not sure that there is a, a greater uh, sin uh, that is associated with you than adultery. If you consider or how the scriptures speak about adultery, particularly to youths. Um, uh, the scripture seems to tie uh, this particular sin uh, to the, the energy that young people have. For example, Timothy is told that he, has, he is to treat all the younger sisters in the church with all pu- as sisters with all purity. Why is it said to him as a young man? Because he's a, because he's a young man. In Proverbs chapter 7 uh, and Proverbs chapter 5, the classic text that you find uh, for avoiding this particular sin is addressed to a youth. It said, the, 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 the Proverbs, uh, the teacher says, I've looked over my window and I've seen a youth. And then what is he about to do? We're told that what he goes on to do is to break this particular commandment. So this particular commandment is an important one for us to think about. Uh, you will remember where we are in the commandments as we're in verse 18 this afternoon. Uh, we have seen that the first four commandments deal with our relationship with the Lord. Uh, in fact, these, you remember, these, these commandments were separated into two, t- two tablets. The first four in the first tablet dealing with our relationship with God, and then the, then, then the last six in the second tablet dealing with our relationship with, our, with each other. You remember that in the first tablet we were dealing with uh, essentially idolatry, and that our hearts, as God's redeemed people, must be exclusively to God. So we are to not worship anybody else. We are not to worship God in a way that He has not said. We are not uh, to take His name in vain and thereby belittle Him. And We are to keep the sabbath commandment. We are to keep it as his people, as those whom he has redeemed. We are uh, to keep the Lord's day in that sense. And so then we turned to the second tablet, which deals with our responsibilities to each other. Uh, And where he started, you remember, he started with all authorities. He starts with our parents. But really, our parents are a paradigm for all authority, all human authority. Um, And then we went to murder. And now we are in adul- adultery. I hope you can see that this, this, this particular command here comes in as a part of a pack. Okay. When you think about the attributes of God, when you think about what God is like and what is the enduring nature of God, you must have in your mind the faithfulness that is required to not commit adultery. So if you read the spiritual pictures in the scriptures, it's always God's people committing adultery. Who's the one who never commits adultery? It's God, yeah, because we are the ones who have the unfaithfulness that produces this detestable sin of adultery. So you must realize that this is part of a pack, this is part of the moral law, we We've spoken about this, I'm going to remind you again. The Ten Commandments are the ever abiding moral law. Every single New Testament command comes from one of these ten. These ten are for us, and they're binding, and we are to follow them as God's people because they are, they are showing what God is like, and therefore how we are to respond as God's people. So, with that in mind, group one, what is adultery? Where's group one? Group one.
1: Yeah, go ahead, stand up. So, we define adultery as sexual intercourse committed by a married person on the confines of marriage. Yes. And then, uh, second question, we had to expose Leviticus 20. Turn to
0: Leviticus 20 for a second. Let me read it for you real quick. I had you guys expose Leviticus 20 from verse 10 to 16. Let's look at it. If a man commits adultery with the wife of his neighbor, both the adulterer and the adulteress shall be put to death. If a man lies with his father's wife, he has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon them. If a man lies with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have committed perversion, their blood is upon them. If a man lies with a male, as with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon them. If a man takes a woman and her mother also it is a depravity he and they <coughs> sorry he and they shall be burned with fire that there may be no depav- depravity among you if a man lies with an animal he shall surely be put to death and you shall kill the animal if a woman approaches any animal and lies with it You shall kill the woman and the animal. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon them. Go ahead.
1: Yes. So, um, the second question we will asked to address is uh, to point out the acts that that have been forbidden in those verses. Yes. So, the first act that has been forbidden is lying lying with your neighbor's wife. Your neighbor's wife. And then the second one is your father's wife. Your father's wife. Your daughter's
0: wife. Which could mean your stepmom or your mom. Yes. Right? Okay. So, neighbor's wife, father's wife.
1: One, yes. The third one is homosexuality twenty-two sodomy. Okay. Okay. So, the fourth one is bestiality. Bestiality. Living with, with animals. Yes. Yes. So, um, so we asked why are, are, are these acts punishable by death? So, he said that it defiles God's temple, which is our bodies. Yeah. And then also because we are made in God's image and it also affects other people. Um, and also it has to do with the covenant that God had made with the people of Israel in the old testament yeah um, so um, so why are these closely associated with adultery uh, we said is because they are they, they are closely associated with adultery because they are sexual yeah,
0: sexual in sexual in nature
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah yeah, evil yeah, evil. yeah yeah but right. we said we, we said it's, it, they are sexually immoral or sexual deviation.
0: Great, great. Thank you. Yeah, well thank done. You. You, know why, you know why I sent you guys to this text? Some of your friends are going to say to you, show me the verse in the Bible that says I can't sleep with my girlfriend. Hang <laughs> it. They're going to say that. Show me the verse that says I can't sleep with my boyfriend. They're going to say that to you, right? Where are you going to go? <laughs> pay while for mine. Where are you going to go? The concept of adultery is broad. You see, this is why you need to always go back to the Ten Commandments. Because the Ten Commandments, every single moral command that we are given in the New Testament, every single command that comes from Jesus' mouth, from Paul's mouth, from Peter's mouth, from John's mouth, comes from one of these. The concept of adultery is not just, oh, you slept with you're someone 's wife or you, you you are you know you 're someone 's wife you slept with someone else who's not your husband that 's th- th- defining it that way is unbiblical the biblical scope of adultery is broad it is everything outside of the marriage covenant which means uniting yourself with an animal is adultery okay Unite. so there's, there becomes a, when you come to the new testament there 's a new um, there's a new term that uh, the apostles coined, which, uh, which is translated in our English translations as fornication, and that deals with this broader category to try and separate it from the classical understanding of adultery. But the idea, but even, but even just without even that word fornication, what you need to understand that fornication derives from this principle of adultery, that when you unite your body, you, you are only ever to unite your body with someone who is your spouse. You with me? This is what this is what is being said here. Um, so for all these categories, Leviticus 20, keep Leviticus 20 handy. Because Leviticus 20, what it does is that it broadens your understanding of adultery. It's not just this one thing. It's all these different categories. Homosexuality, the homosexual acts, specifically that is spoken about here. Uh, bestiality, uh, uh, incest. Uh, he goes on later on. In fact, if you read later on, you see specific incest between a brother and a sister. Uh, that, that forms a part of adultery. So it, it, clearly that, that is what adultery is as is, as, is, um, as is thrust by, by Leviticus 20. But group two, I asked you to define adultery for us using another controlling text. Group two, please stand up. What is adultery from the text that I gave you? Let me read it very quickly for the rest of us. Matthew 5, verse 25, 27 to thirty, uh, says this, You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your, if your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members then, it is, then that your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away, for it is better that you lose one of your members and that your whole body go to hell. Go ahead. Okay, so um, our of the, word, you,
2: uh, uh, the of to one who you are supposed to be So, so that the
0: idea is that Sorry, say that again louder. What did you say? Disloyalty, okay.
2: Okay. Yep. So that is approximately lost, um, and it's men- mentioned here to, to be lost intent. Yep. Um, that is, that is, a, is an answer to our question. Yep. Part.
0: That's not complete though Because we're talking about adultery we're, not, we're going to talk about stealing just now That's committing sin How is that distinct from stealing? That's not, you see what I'm saying? That's not complete It's in a sexual nature okay? Mm-hmm. Lust So how does Based on Jesus' definition And here's Jesus' definition Anyone who looks at a member of the opposite gender With lustful intent There you go Right? So in Jesus' estimation that's it it's when the heart um, dwells in a sexual fashion to sin. Yeah? Go ahead. Finish the last one. And
2: then what does intent look like practically? I get to You didn't get to that. Yeah.
0: That's fine. Let me let, let me handle that. Okay. So what does lustful intent? You see what Jesus says here? He doesn't say anyone who looks at a woman has already committed adultery with her in his heart. What does he say? Anyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent. So there is a looking with lustful intent that is different from looking. Does that make make sense to you? Okay, I see you all. I haven't committed adultery. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) It's possible. A lust free life. <laughs> See? He says, but lustful intent. So that's why I'm asking the question in the average person's life, what does it look like? In the average person's life, the, this, uh, this addition of lustful intent, what does that look like? Oh, well, you guys are shy. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> you go to your Instagram. Hmm? Yeah, you know me and Instagram. <laughs> yeah, By now you know, by now you know. No, I'm fair to, no. listen, we're not, gonna, we're not gonna fool around here, right? No, we're not gonna act like we're children here. We know what we're doing there, aren't we? Like, we're not gonna fool around. You go to Instagram and, to, and you have certain people that you subscribe to, don't you? Who are those people you're subscribing to and for
1: what reason?
0: Sometimes it's very, I'm not saying that you, this is what you're doing. I'm saying it's possible that that's what you're doing there. You with me? Okay? It doesn't have to be full-blown porn. Okay? You, if you are looking at someone who's at the beach, who's dressed like they're supposed to be at the beach, and you're looking at them with lustful intent. Let me tell you, if I find a guy looking at a picture of a woman who, who's not properly dressed, and I find a guy staring at the picture, I know what's going on there. I don't have to be a mind reader. You with me? Oh, you guys want us to fool around and say we're all fine. Oh, oh, I see. No, no, listen. When when I see it, when I see someone, when you're staring, girls, when you're staring at those guys with those muscles and those six packs. And you're just staring at them and going, "Ooh, ah." <laughs> what are you doing? Okay? You're you're acting like a meat tenderizer. You're busy saying, "Ooh, ah, this meat." You're looking at a person as if they're a piece of meat. That's lustful intent. Are you with me? Oh, you guys just want us to just not talk seriously here? No, listen. Lustful intent is when you look at a member of the opposite sex and sexualize them. So it can happen as you're walking on the road. Okay? It can happen when you, when you go to your Instagram. It can happen when, where, when you're watching a movie. It can happen wherever. And Jesus says here that you are an adulterer if you look at someone and you allow that feeling to rise up and you dwell on it. Okay? The feeling is going to rise up because you're sinful. Temptation is going to come. But do you, do you intentfully, with intent, dwell on that lustful feeling? That's the question. You with me? See, the issue is not the, the temptation coming. The temptation is going to come. Don't worry about that. Oh, don't worry. You're not in heaven yet. Temptation is going to come All day, like the young people say, air day. (laughs) Temptation is going to come. The question is is there intent on your part? That's when you've sinned. That's when you've committed adultery. That's when you've broken this particular commandment. You with me? So let me, let me, I just want to be very clear with you here, guys. No one ever falls into categoric physical adultery without them falling into lust prior, prior to that time for a long time. If you have a, a proper control of your heart and your meditation, let me tell you, you know what the, 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 the biggest battle of your life is the one that happens when you're alone at home. Who's your enemy? You think your, your, your enemy is, your, is other people there, those liberals or or those conservatives, or those capitalists, or those communists. You think those are your enemies? No. The enemy is the person, when you are quiet, when you're quiet, and you're you're, you're slowing down in the day, where do your thoughts go? Where do you meditate on? Because, Because, you see, the psalmist says, on my bed, I will pray to the Lord. On my bed, I will praise the Lord. On my bed, I will cry out to the Lord and bring my prayers to Him and bring out my cries to Him. But when on your bed, what do you do? You with me? You see this? See, if, if on your bed, you dwell on lustful thoughts, on your bed, you, allow, you do not have serious controls to stop yourself from, from, from rising up lust from raising up lust within you, you are breaking this commandment. If on your bed, you just sit there and you, you allow uh, fantasies, yeah? Uh, if you allow uh, a, 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 a feelings of loneliness to morph into something else, okay, because loneliness is a real human feeling, but then that loneliness is gonna to want to morph to something else. It will. It doesn't wanna stay there. Because you see, there's a loneliness that rises up, and then a Christian takes it to God and says, I'm going to do what God tells me to. But there is also a point where a Christian allows loneliness to morph into lust and self-indulgence. You with me? Let me encourage you, dear saints, that this is what you need to not do. You need to to if Don't think that just because you haven't slept with anybody, you have not committed adultery. You have, and you are, if you're continually allowing lust and lustful intent to rise up within you. You with me? Yeah? Okay, group three. We're going to move real fast here. I've asked you a very broad question, and I want you to just do boom, 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 boom for me. Okay, group three. What are all the sins prohibited under this command? Create for us a comprehensive list from the scriptures. Try to come up with at least 10, 10 sins with verse references. Go. Uh,
1: last last
0: seven. Unfaithfulness, un- Proverbs 6, un-
1: sexual immorality. Okay. Sleeping with animals, prostitution, Cost- self-control, evil thoughts, fornication, stealing, covetousness, stealing.
0: That's the next one. Did you say ceiling? What are all the scenes projected whether this or yeah? someone yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It doesn't belong to you. Doesn't belong to you. Good point. Go, keep going, keep going. Come on,
1: just layers disrespect
0: your other party. Yeah, yeah. Group group four, would you like to add some more? Because you had the same question, right? Oh, group three. Yeah, the um, so once I to Yes. Uh, give me a second, I lost my place. What you guys have said is excellent. That's a very good aim. Here's an answer from the uh, Westminster Larger Catechism. Uh, The Shorter Catechism asks the question, what is forbidden in the Seventh Commandment? And then the short answer is, the Seventh Commandment forbids all unchaste, all unpure thoughts, words, and actions. Yeah? Short, it's the Shorter Catechism, so it's very short. But now here's the Larger Catechism. Listen to this list. The sins forbidden in the seventh commandment beside the neglect of the duties required are adultery, fornication, rape, incest, sodomy, and all unnatural lusts, all unclean imaginations, thoughts, purposes, and affections, all corrupt or filthy communications, all listening to that, to those lusts, corrupt or filthy communications, all all, uh, lustful looks, all impudent or light behavior, all immodest apparel, prohibiting of what is lawful, dispensing with unlawful marriages, allowing, tolerating, keeping of... of, of, I'm not sure what this word means. This is an old word. Entangling vows of of single life, so someone can say, I'm going to be a single person and then they make a massive vow towards that but they can't keep it. So like, like Ecclesiastes says, rather don't make a vow than to make a vow and not keep it. Uh, un- uh, having more wives or husbands than one at the same time, unjust divorce, des- deserting your spouse, idleness, idleness, Gluttony, drunkenness, uh, unholy company, lascivious songs, books, pictures, dancings, and all other provocations to the, uh, towards acts of uncleanness, either in ourselves or others. You see how wide this is. This is very wide. Okay. this, what is what is forbidden under this command? Uh, we, it, when, whenever you see these commands now, going in the negative, you need to think about what the positive is. Okay, Thou shalt not commit adultery. So what's the positive? Thou shalt keep yourself holy. You will keep yourself unstained from the world and its, and its actions, its, its, uh, its behaviors. You will keep yourself unstained from its thoughts and its opinions when it comes uh primarily to this to sexual to our sexual sexual behavior but broadly also as it relates to how we relate to the Lord. You're with me? Um, you ought to keep as a tanat. So say I say I'm not going to be Amazon back to every God but then I'll feel is that the same as I keep in the vow? If you said what? about not keeping to your diet, <laughs> right? It's the same thing, right? Um, no, 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 that's more a matter of integrity. Like, oh, not even really. If you've said that, if it's something that you like have with yourself, you're not really, you're not breaking a vow. A vow is something that is officially made. So a, bra- a vow is what we make when we get married. A vow, for example, those of you who recently became members, you took here a commitment uh, to the Ten Commandments. Remember when you became members? You said that we will, we will keep the Ten Commandments. It's basically what you said. So that's a vow. Uh, a vow is uh, standing in, uh, in front of uh, you know, someone and making an oath like you're in court. It's not, it's not the same as planning to not eat and then deciding to eat later on. Like you, People are allowed to change their minds. Uh, but a vow is when you properly considered a particular course, and you've thought through it, and you say, okay, this is the course I'm going to take, and then you take a vow towards that course. So that's why uh, you don't just get married to anybody you see on the street, right? You spend time to get to know them, to make sure, is this the right person to marry? Does that make sense to you? So a vow is a lot, lot higher than that. If this was a vow, why would you vow to not eat by 10? <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, there's no need to make a vow, is my point. If you want to just say, I'm not going to eat, then, just, then that's what you say. But then if you do break it, you haven't seen. Um And even if you're... Um, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear that you, you're trying to say, am I tempting myself to break my vow by cooking? And I'm saying, there are things that you, need, you make vows for, and there are things that you don't make vows for, and that is not one of them. Uh, what to eat at what time, whatever you. If you if you if you break a promise you made to yourself, you haven't broken a vow. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah. Ben. Yeah, you have have to be very careful with calling things sin. You have to be able to point to me what is a sin and you have to be able to show me. That is inference. I would say that if you said that you wanted to fast for two days um, and then you broke the fast before the two days, whatever it is that you were fasting for, you must not have wanted it that much. You see what I'm saying? So if you were fasting for closeness with the Lord and then you broke the, you probably didn't want it that much. Fasting. Remember what fasting is. Fasting is not some kind of transaction you make with the Lord. It's you debasing yourself and coming and saying, I want to spend time in prayer. So actually, well, I'm, I'm much actually happier with someone who fasts for one day and spends most of the day in prayer than someone who fasts for five days and they only pray three times throughout those five days. What's the point? You were just hungry. That's it. Your stomach was growling. <laughs> fasting, fasting is for prayer. It's like someone baptizing a baby. What do you, what's the point? You just took, gave the baby a bath. Like there's no faith. It's the same thing. That was a jab to my Anglican friends who have visited us. <laughs> How's it, guys? We love you. <laughs> um, okay, you with me? Okay, let's... Uh, let's last. last uh, group uh, five and six. Find five examples of stories in the scriptures where someone was tempted to commit... Uh, adultery, um, where someone was, com- was tempted to commit adultery, whether or not they did it, what can we learn from each story uh, about what attitudes we need to avoid the sin, and what can we learn from each story about what leads to the sin? I need you to just like boom boom, what's the story, what's the lessons? Um, first, we came up with of them Joseph and Potiphar's life. And- Joseph and Potiphar's wife. everybody remembers that story? Potiphar's wife, a woman in power, said, "I want you now." He said, "No." And then she grabbed him. He ran out naked. Okay. So what we can learn is that he ran away from the situation. Um, I'm guessing he didn't even allow himself to think about it. Yeah. We also came up with David and Shiva. Um, Sorry, before we move on, that story is extremely important. Uh, Do you remember what what what? What was the reason that uh, Joseph gave to not wanting to do this with the girl, with the lady? Do you remember what it was? He said it was a sin against God. He says, "How can I do this to my God?" Stand. See what adultery is. It's very important um, because the considerations were: just sleep with her, and you you'll get a good job. She'll keep you in a great job. There's so many reasons for you to just. I mean, you're a slave. Just sleep with her and move on. But he said, there's nothing above my commitment to God. And so there's no way I'm going to do it because I'm committed to God. Are you with me? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Killed her husband. Yeah. and well. yeah. um, the next one is Amin and her mom. Um, he was kind of sued with lustful lustful of his sister and he planned to sleep with her. Um, I'm guessing um I guess we are uh to confide in someone, but it's also we should be careful who we confide in because um Jonathan actually just assisted him Yeah, he gave him a plan. This is an important story, guys. If you haven't read the story, go read it. I think it's in Second Kings chapter twelve. If I am I, am I correct? Um, it's an extremely important story because what he does is he's consumed and he tells his friend, whom the Bible describes in the same way that it describes Satan. It said he was crafty. And his friend made a plan, and essentially what ended up is he ended up raping his own sister. With me. It's a horrible sin. Go read that story. But be very careful when you read it, because it's a tri- There's a trigger warning with it. Um, it's a serious sin, and yeah, that, that's a great lesson. That when I when I see my sin, when I feel my sin rising up, who do I? Who's my accountability partner? Is it? Do I go to the guy who I know is evil and crafty, so that he can help me to to sin, or am I going to go to those who are godly in the assembly? Who are going to rebuke me and keep me accountable. Dealer's choice. Uh, just a reference 2
1: Samuel 13.
0: Sorry, 2 Samuel 13. Correct, yeah. Um, yeah. 2 Samuel 13 is where, where the story is. It's an important story. Well, with the David and Bathsheba one, of course, you, you know the story. It's, it's, it's a well, 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 well-trodden story. Um, uh, the only thing that I would say about it is that it's, it's that a rise of lust that is unchecked that has destructive consequences. So let me tell you something. If you think, listen to me, listen very carefully. If you think that, this, that you allowing this rising of lust within you, it's harmless. If you think that you going to Instagram and staring at those pictures and scrolling through them and finding these accounts on Instagram that have these pictures that, that raise this thing up within you and then staring, if you think that that has no effect, you are sorely mistaken. That is going to affect your life. Let me tell you, that's going to affect your marriage if the Lord gives you one. That's going to affect your intimacy with your spouse if the Lord gives you a spouse. You with me? It's the, the, what you are doing, you are sowing stuff by doing that. By training your mind, what you're doing when you're going to those porn sites, you are sowing stuff in your heart and in your mind that's going to destroy you. You might not see it, but it's going to destroy, it's going to have an effect. And the sad part is, there are consequences of sin, you with me? God can forgive you your sin, you will be in heaven, but before the new heavens and new earth come, you will feel the effects of your sin. Okay, Psychologically, uh, the the, the studies that have been done over the past generation, specifically millennials, because of uh, being overexposed to pornography, are absolutely catastrophic. All the negative things that happen because of what we're doing when we're looking at this stuff. And so let me just, it, it's a warning. Stay away from that stuff. See, when the Lord Jesus says, rather cut off, cut off your eye, rather cut off your hand, he means it. Are you with me? He means it. You're going to now come, you, you're not going to come at me with about legalism. Hey, Baba, I'm just quoting Jesus. Okay? But let me tell you, he means it. Some, for some of you, let me listen, here's your problem. Your problem is that you, you are busy comparing yourself to your friends. So if Mina, Mina, I have my own race, I know where I'm weak. So then I have to put in things for myself that my friends might not have to put in. So just because my friends have certain things, Mina, I'll never have, I, I do not touch Instagram. Because for me, it's disease. But I'm not going to say to everybody, delete all your Instagram accounts. But all I'm saying is, if you know for yourself that those kinds of platforms are a problem, why are you on them? What are you gaining versus what are you losing? Are you with me? Do do you honestly think that somebody will die without the internet? On their phone? Have you ever seen people in the villages, there's no intent. Have you ever seen how happy they are? Yes. <laughs> do you think that you're going to die if you just, just buy a dumb phone, a stupid phone, literally, that only probably can just, that doesn't even do WhatsApp? Maybe you, you have WhatsApp maybe on your computer so that you go on WhatsApp specifically to do with WhatsApp and then you leave it. If you, Jesus says, cut off your eye, Cut off your hand if it causes you to sin. Guys, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being honest here. If you're walking, if, if walking on campus is a problem for you, then why aren't you putting in strategies to help you when you walk? There are many strategies. You can, you can have a psalm that you're reading as you're walking. Okay, now I'm going to leave my, this class to go to rest. Let me, let me open up a psalm and read it like an idiot. The kingdom of heaven is violent, and violent men take it by force. Let me, walk, let me walk on the road and bump into people like an idiot because I'm reading my psalm. Because I know that if I look around, the problem is not around me. The problem is in here. Stuff rises up in here. So then me, now what I'm going to do is then I'm just going to, here's a question for you. You know when you pray this prayer, Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Yeah? You know when you pray that prayer? Let me ask you this question. What would your day look like if God answered that prayer? You ever thought about that? What would your day look like? If God systematically moved away all, all, all temptation from you as you are living your life that day, God is just moving temptation this side and moving it to this side. What would that day look like? Where would you not go? Who would you not see? What would you not listen to? Who would you not be speaking to? What, where, 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 what, what would you not look at? If God, if God answered that, you see, think, think about this with me. When you pray, God, give us to this day our daily bread. You don't expect to sit at the table and manna and bread falls down from heaven. Do you? No. How does God provide for you? He gives you an or your busary or your parents pay or whatever. And then you, you ration your money, you budget it out. And then you're able to buy it or you ask your Christian friends, whatever. You do something practically, but God is the one who's answered the prayer by providing for you, even though you're doing something actively about it. You with me? It's the same thing. If you are... Because Jesus said... there There are three things that Jesus said you should pray for every single day. Have you ever noticed that? Not many things. Three things. You pray about Him, pray about God and His name and His kingdom coming. You pray for your food... You pray for and your and your forgiveness of sins under that category. And then the third distinct thing is that you pray for temptation to not come that day. What would it look like from the morning you wake from the moment you wake up until the day to the time you sleep for God to answer that prayer? Think about this. And then work towards that end. Just like you work towards bread, having bread during the day. Work towards that as well. What would it look like? Does it mean that I'm going to go to gym first thing? Because then if I go to gym, then my mind is fresh and I'm going to be able to fight. Does it mean that I'm not going to sleep late? So then I'm going to put a plan to not sleep late. Where are you tempted? Pray and then act as if God is answering that prayer. Are you with me? Does that, does that principle make sense to you? Okay, let's move on.